What is up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode number 107 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host, as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello, everybody. And today we are continuing our BritCom month. We're kind of cheating, and Rick will explain why in a moment. I want to actually put in my own little disclaimer here, because today we're doing Father Ted, and yes, uh, in doing a bit of research for Father Ted, we realised that Graham Lynham, who is um, one of the writers, is a massive piece of shit as far as transgender goes so we are aware we're not endorsing what he says we're just watching father ted because father ted is still funny plus there's no transphobic jokes in this episode i checked it's one of these things where we definitely said it said um separating the artist from the art um and yeah this was built it's as irish as it comes it was everything to do with this is from the republic of ireland apart from the money it was paid for by the bbc no it wasn't it's channel four was it, cha- was it channel four okay yeah channel four sorry but if you didn't couldn't tell guys i'm the person who does research on the episodes <laughs> but yeah, that's our disclaimers out of the way. We're doing Father Ted, which Rick wanted to do because he thought it'd be funny because it's not really British. So, <laughs> with every um, with every month, sometimes we just throw a spanner in the works, and this time it was me that did it. It normally is me that does it. I fought against it. Um, yeah, yeah, you did. But um, could we think of a better fourth to go with? I can think of a dozen. Yeah, <laughs> I had a list of a dozen other options, but no. Rick said this will be funny because it's Irish. I'm like, okay, you do you. <laughs> I'm throwing you right <laughs> under the bus, Rick. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And the other disclaimer is that I've never watched this when I was growing up. So uh, this will be my first time seeing it. Oh, real talk. I've never watched an episode of Father Ted. I know two jokes from Father Ted. One of them's in this episode. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And uh, we use the other in daily conversation. <laughs> we do because it's the best, but we'll get to that when we watch the episode. First things first, <laughs> if you are a fan of the podcast, you're probably already aware that before we actually review the episode, what we like to do is talk about our weeks and the goings on in a wide, wide universe so to that end rick how's your week been buddy well in personal news i started my game and that's uh, it's gonna be a pathfinder game and uh, this is since last week when i talked about the same thing it's now happened and people seem to be enjoying it the people that want to play pathfinder seems to be enjoying pathfinder so being a part of said game I- I'll-, I'll straight up admit pathfinder combat flows a lot easier than D combat does yes 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 you can basically plan your actions a lot better that free action economy makes life a lot simpler I'll admit yeah like sometimes the choice is do you use one or two of your actions to move or zero and then plan the rest around that for those of you who have listened to the podcast before specifically Nonsense Retrospective I can't remember which Owl House retro I put it in uh, it might have even been the Amphibia retro I don't know but I mentioned saying that I really wanted to play Hootie in a game in D&D and that's what I'm currently doing yes 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 and it's not overbearing at all like you're playing a really fun take on a Hootie that wants friends yeah I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to rein it in because if I go full hooty no one's going to have a fun time including me <laughs> I caught an episode of The Simpsons what? what is this the fifth dimension yes yeah so the most recent episode of The Simpsons um, is a very obvious take on critical race theory and um, book burning censorship in schools um, and it uses weirdly Kirk Van Houten as its, uh, as, as its mouthpiece for it the way that they paint it up is that he is descended from a Van Houghton in Springfield who made a made a boo-boo, made a, a big old gazebo and it collapsed and he died. And he feels bad that when they have to homeschool, that's basically the only history book that they read from. And it's an allegory for, oh yeah, uh, my family owned slaves. Now my kids are having to learn about slaves. I want to not learn about that. Okay. So it's, it's basically like he's on the side of censoring history. Um, there are very few people on the side of uh, teaching history because it's history, including Martin Prince's parents who I've not seen in fucking 20 years. <laughs> I, the only episode I remember them p- appearing in is when they poisoned all the kids with bad clams. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like Dr. Hibbert. And uh, and, and yeah, um, the takeaway is when Mayor Quimby goes to Superintendent Charmans and says, okay, I understand that you want to play both sides. I understand that you want to please everyone. However, of these two groups, one of them is the one that's going to tear the town down if they don't get what they want. And, uh, and it's not the ones that are uh, wanting to teach. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, something, something, January 6th. Yeah, it's about as subtle as a sledgehammer. It's weird that Kirk Van Houten is the one that gets the... Uh... It's very weird, because Kirk Van Houten was always a butt of the, the... He was always a cuck joke. Yes. And now it's like, oh, but now he's also a Trump supporter, so it's okay to laugh at him. Yeah, Lisa even brings up the term red hats. Don't want to get too political now, Simpsons. No, no. Um, uh, and Homer does the thing of, oh, let's, uh, let's feed off rage from both sides. 
sides, and um, they stopped just short of saying, yeah, that's what Fox has done for, since the day zero. Well, there was a lawsuit at the moment at Fox, did you know, Where uh, which has actually gone through where you're not actually allowed to lie to people uh, when broadcasting the news. And uh, at the moment, there's quite a few lawsuits about COVID because they lied the fuck about COVID. And Fox's current defense is, I can't remember the geezer's name, I think his name's Tucker something. Yeah, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Piece of shit. Their main defense is, oh, well, that's not news because he's playing a character. And it's like, uh, you present it as news, you don't make it clear this is some sort of parody. Fuck you, Fox, you bastards. Yeah, they're trying to claim the defense that no reasonable person would um, take things said on Fox News as news. They're using it as, they're, they're saying that it's an entertainment channel, despite the fact that news is in the name and it's in the block of news channels on the um, on the satellite yeah, it's cable or whatever you've got. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bullshit. Um, also, if you are on a cable program in America, you are forced to pay for Fox News separately unless you call and cancel it. Weird. Yeah, you're automatically subscribed to it at like $8 a month or whatever, which is not cheap for no. one channel. No, God no. But yeah, uh, other thing I've done is I have started Pokemon Infinite Fusions, which I have been finding very fun. I've not gotten very far. I've just mostly been playing around with the Fusion Calculator and going, ah, oh, yeah, this would be sweet to have. <laughs> uh, it's a, basically, it's a full recreation of, like, Fire Red Kanto, and apparently it's got Johto as well, and the gimmick is that if there is a Pokemon in the game, it can fuse with any other Pokemon in the game. But yeah, even Professor Oak seems to be on board with this. He just, like, casually passes some to your rival who fuses the other two starters that you don't pick. <laughs> Which, yeah, they, they all go down pretty well. Some of them are um, really, really bad because they're just automatically generated from, you know, like those fusion generators you'd see like five or six years ago. But um, the good ones are the ones that have got custom sprites. And then out in the wide, wide world, Persona 5, Phantom of the Night. It's been uh, given the uh, the tagline of P P5X. It's a mobile game made by the Perfect World guys. Uh, it's currently going into beta up around the 29th of March in China. Uh, it's possibly going to be a catcher game. I've not seen the trailer, I just saw an article, but I have seen that the mascot is a penguin. He looks more like owl, an owl, sorry. but fair. Okay. Yeah, owl, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I have seen the trailer. I watched it literally just before the podcast, and nothing in the trailer makes it look like a gacha game. It looks like just another Persona 5 game. Um, Dude, how, how, how good would it be if it was just a mobile game where you buy to play? I mean, I wouldn't really care for that because it'd still be a mobile game, and I don't like playing games on my mobile, but the friend who shared the trailer said that it is going to be a gacha game. I don't know where he got that information from, uh, because, yeah. Yeah, funny enough, the trailer is all in, well, you're saying it's releasing in China first, so I assume Chinese, but I thought it was Japanese. So, I think the trailer is in Japanese. Well, no, I'm not watching the trailer. I think the the like the voicing and all that's going to be in Japanese because that's what the, the intellectual property is. Perfect World Entertainment is based in China. I think they're doing the beta in China where they can get user data from local people without like exporting it to Japan and getting shouted at for, uh, for giving Joker, I don't know, a canon love interest or too many lines because he's meant to be a canon, pro uh, a silent protagonist, despite the fact that Joker is not the person that you're um, you're mainly using. Uh, Joker doesn't appear in the trailer until the very end. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I have seen a screenshot that's like all of the Phantom Thieves in the background, but looking like it's the same scene. Okay, yeah, none of the Phantom Thieves show up in the trailer except for Joker at the end. He crashes through a window and looks cool because it's Joker. Uh, yeah, I've seen a screenshot that's definitely got like different Phantom Thieves, including like Joker and Queen. I didn't care to look at the other ones because I assumed they were all there. There's more than one figure there. I'm like, okay, I see that, I see that, I'm more interested in the owl. But yeah, I think that's about it for me and my week. How about you? How has your week been and what have you seen out in the wide, wide world? Alright, first and foremost, I'm going to change my regular format in. This is more of a news article, but the Steam Spring Sale is currently on. You've got until the 23rd of the 3rd. There's games out. I bought a few, including Persona 3, because fuck it, I've never played that game, so I'll give it a go. Sweet. I believe it's the portable version that's on Steam. I, f I forget. I didn't look at the tagline. Uh, I believe it is. It's the one with no free roam and you can choose the female main character. Yay. Mando Season 3 Episode 3 came out. It was a weird episode, but I liked it. Okay, okay. Yeah, because Episode 2 was a banger. Um, there's very obvious things that they have to do in Episode 3. <laughs> they have to finish Episode 2. <laughs> Uh, in episode three, those things don't really happen, except for the except they do, but it takes five minutes. Okay, the things that need that, that could have taken five minutes does take five minutes, and uh, and yeah, I guess the rest of the episode just goes on from there. I've not seen it yet, so uh, oh so yeah, boy, cool. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's not what you think's going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no. It happens, but it doesn't happen. And I know that sounds fucking stupid, but I'm trying not to spoil it for you. Your mind's going to be blown when you see what they do. I'll put it that way. Okay, Aluva Boss. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Season 2, Episode 3 is out. It was a fucking episode. Have you seen this yet? I have, yeah. You have? Yes, I have. Cool. We might spoil it slightly, so apologies. Um, Yeah, that was a heavy episode. Yeah, another one dealing with Eminem's parents, and this time in a much less fun way than Millie's parents. I think uh, everybody kind of knew that Moxie's parents, well, parent, shall we say, was a dick, but we never quite knew how bad it was. Yeah, and now we know why he was uh, shitting kittens when he was going to Lululand. Do we? Yeah, because like his his entire uh, the entire criminal empire is built out of a uh, abandoned theme park. Oh, I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even connect the dots there because there was so much going on in this episode that was overt. Um, yeah, it was from tr- it was trauma rather than just oh I, oh scary clown bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, isn't it weird how Moxie and Millie have the same ex? Yeah. <laughs> Does it not? Jazz. <laughs> My days, did they not do a magnificent job of making this character the, the skeeziest of skis bags? Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, he does have some depth to him as well. Like, okay, he's a one-note character, but at least he's not completely stupid. I mean, he kind of is, though, isn't he? Like, I mean, yeah. How long did he think that his ruse was going to last? Because let's say he, the, the, the uh, Moxie's dad's plan worked. Moxie got married, and now he's a made man, and he's in the family. It's like, get, okay, so now uh, share that fortune with me, son-in-law. Oh, I don't have it. What did he think was going to happen? happen then yeah <laughs> i think the idea was uh get close to dad on his own pop a cap in dad and then uh, take over the empire i don't think it would have been that easy no no it definitely wouldn't have been I, I will say this i think my favorite joke of the entire episode which came after the most frustrating part of the episode was uh moxie's dad per- pressing a button and loads of dildos just appeared out of everywhere moxie's just like who would enjoy this and then you just hear blitz screaming there's dicks coming out of the walls ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a pretty fun one. <laughs> oh, the not fun one because it's too fucking real was um was the conversation Moxie had with his dad about uh you know he came out as bisexual and then it's like oh congratulations you're gay son it's like it's a different thing no it's not like oh I felt that in my soul yeah yeah oh yeah some good gags um, here and yeah um I I clocked pretty early on that it was also Richard Horvitz um voicing the dad even before he was revealed to be the dad because you know that's a very distinctive voice over the phone. Fair enough. Yeah. Do, do we want to talk about the really stupid gag of Luna just sitting in the same spot for the entire episode? <laughs> it's the tether cat principle. If so, if you leave and return and someone is doing the same thing as um, as they were doing when you were leaving, uh, then your mind fills in the blanks that they just continued doing that thing the entire time you were gone. I mean, she's also a teenage... Well, I don't know if she's still a teenager. Like, like She's at least 18, we know that. But she was just playing on her phone the entire time, which is super believable for her character. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently she's meant to be like 22, and uh, Eminem are meant to be like 27. Fair enough. I don't know how old Blitz is meant to fucking be. Probably a bit older, considering he's bald. But but it doesn't doesn't matter though, does it? Because he fucking acts like he's 12. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Rick, I finished Koala Man. Ah, that's a good fucking series. Yeah, yeah. Um, was it the Kookaburra that was the that was the villain that was teased? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Kookaburra because he laughs like a Kookaburra and he, he's dressed <laughs> like a Kookaburra. But yeah, it's it's a really good series. It's funny. Each episode is so, somewhat self-contained, but at the end, yeah, they reveal a running plot that was happening, and it was just like, oh, of course, yeah, makes perfect sense. Ah, oh. <laughs> and it, here's the thing, oh. right? The villain reveal, as in who the villain is. I was like my 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 bl- mind was blown, but then also not blown, and that makes yes. no sense out of context. But in context, you'll know exactly what I mean. Yeah, like it makes perfect sense that a character in that position would be the villain, and yet also nope. Okay, the reveal is uh, Kookaburra takes off his mask, and it's like it was that character. Why? Oh, because that character's actually that character, and that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so okay, that, that, okay. that that's what I meant. Rick, you ready for news? Yeah, let's shout. All right. Oh fuck, I'm looking at my news, and most of it's depressing. Shit. Um, let's start off a good one. Uh, Games Workshop, mm. they accidentally revealed a new model for Dante. So now they've revealed the new model for Dante. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know that who that is, it's the big dick fucking captain model for the Blood Angels. Yeah, he's uh I think he is just a captain as well. He's not even like a he's not even like a, a war master or anything or whatever the current uh, title is. You don't need to be a war master though. No, 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 no. I, th- I think captains are, are cooler because there's more of them. Them, so there's more chance of one of them just being a super fucking badass. Yes, 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 yes. Not like fucking Marnius Kalga. 
<laughs> I don't know if this is 100% true, but apparently they basically shipped a Dante a, a Dante figure to someone who ordered something else, and it was just like, and then he posted it online, and everyone's like, what the fuck? And Games Workshop was like, what the fuck? Fred? <laughs> Fred from Logistics fucking up again. Someone fucked up, and someone probably got fired for that shit. <laughs> oh, okay, um... Oh, wow. The rest are actually just straight up depressing, so let's just bang them out. Uh, Rich. Sure. Kisko, the loneliest whale in the world, died at age 35. Aww. Kisko was a whale kept in captivity. Uh, he was uh, captured from the wild before there was laws against that shit. And, uh, yes. yeah, there was many reports of that of that whale basically banging his head and biting the sides of the walls, essentially trying to kill himself. And um, mm-hmm. now he's gone. There's, yeah. Uh, yeah. there's now legislation that more or less stops that shit from happening again. But, unfortunately, because... Kisko Kisco was already captured and in in his enclosure. This is the worst example of grandfathered in I've ever witnessed. Yeah, he didn't have a fun life. And yeah, like you say, basically trying to kill himself in multiple different ways. Uh, he had the he had the capacity to know that he had no way out. Mm. And uh, yeah, he, he, he should have been at least let out into the world to, you know, go naturally, you know? It, it's one of those where I understand the argument of you can't put this creature in the world. It would, it would suffer just as much and pass on. But, you know... I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a vocal voice or a loud voice about it, but I've, I've always been against... Not always. It's ever since around the age of, like, 15, I've been against zoos. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's baffling to me that it's like, oh, we, we want to keep animals in captivity and breed them and make more. Not because we want to release them to the wild, but just so that they stay... There's a preservation of the species in captivity, which is pointless. The, the reality yeah. is they want money. And oh, the way yeah, they, they make money. money is by breeding more animals. Because look at the cute fluffy panda. We will kill it when it reaches an age where it's no longer cute and introduce a new one. I'm bringing up an extreme example, but, you know, it's it's fucked. And pandas are still under licence by the Chinese government. I use pandas because I don't like pandas. Like, you pick any fucking animal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Gorillas is, is a fucked up one. I love gorillas, don't get me wrong, but I don't think we should be breeding them in captivity. Oh, no. Like, they're aware of everything that's going on. Uh, like, I went to Osaka... Not Osaka. Fuck. Um, Ueno Zoo in Tokyo. Mm. And Japan does not have anywhere near as much animal rights as uh, as England does is what I fucking learned but yeah I did animal care I know signs of insanity in animals in zoos because it's something we got taught and it was drilled in our head that if you see animals doing this you need to fucking fix it um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they had bears they had elephants they had all sorts of creatures the only things that didn't look like they wanted to die were the birds yeah because they've got a lot more freedom within their um within their enclosures really normally don't they not even that I think <laughs> birds can can make do with a small amount of space if you enrich them enough but uh, yeah like the, the bears were just standing there nodding their head up and down you got Japanese uh, tourists laughing and pointing going oh look cute and I'm going that bear's literally insane yeah yeah like it's fucked and uh, uh. so yeah if you want a depressing time go to Ueno Zoo speaking of mental health Rick um, the BBC which uh, you know we all love and trust and know is a perfectly unbiased source put out a report that hey you know that mental health crisis that was born from the pandemic it was minimal it wasn't a big deal nothing really happened oh yeah so all these kids who have like literally developed Tourette's because they can't deal with uh, not interacting with people. Oh, no, no, th- no, they don't. No, they don't. They don't have Tourette's. I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about adults. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's almost <laughs> as if being cooped up inside for the for the bulk of a year, year and a half, uh, drives people a bit insane. But don't worry, the BBC promises you that is not the case. The mental tax was minimal. Yes. Thanks, Boris Johnson. Well, to be honest, it was only ever going to go one way anyway. There was going to have to be a lockdown one way or another. Oh, no. I meant they're like, thanks, Boris Johnson, for making sure we didn't go insane despite being locked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not thanks, Boris Johnson, for locking us up. I'm not an idiot. Rick, the great Reddit outage 2023 happened. Yeah. (laughs) I honestly barely even noticed. The only reason I knew Reddit was down is because when I'm on my break, I go on Reddit on my phone because it doesn't use up that much data and it wasn't working. And I went, oh, that sucks. I'm going to play Sonic. Uh (laughs) (laughs) The only reason why I realised it was such a big blip is because the next day when I went on Ask Reddit, again, on my break, the top pinned post was the great reddit outage 2023 and i'm like this is blowing it a bit out of proportions isn't it yeah it was a uh, it's a moderate outage for like like seven or eight hours <laughs> it's not a big deal it's it happens it's fine you're not <laughs> uh, i i get it there's some people who spend all day on reddit and it would probably bother them but yeah 
I don't know, go outside and touch grass. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's one of those, like, um, a lot of people who work office jobs will have a Reddit tab open at, at like, pretty much all day. Um, just for, you know, taking a micro break. Every hour, take, like, three minutes just to uh, browse the thing that you were looking at, rather than, you know, taking an actual coffee break or a smoke break. If you're a smoker, everyone knows you get unlimited ten-minute breaks. Well, kind of, but, eh, whatever. I'm not that bitter <laughs> about smoke breaks because they're killing themselves, so it's fine. Mm. Rick, we're going to end on a final piece of news, which is kind of sad. Uh, Mystic Meg has died. Oh, man, I didn't know this. No, neither did I. I just randomly spoke about Mystic Meg in the car, and my mum went, oh, yeah, she died the other day. And I went, fuck off. But literally two days before, she passed away, and I'm like, fuck. As if she was an actual psychic, yeah. Yeah, Mystic Meg's in a weird place where I don't think many people probably remember Mystic Meg. Or maybe they do, I don't know. Uh, the only reason I know her is because, hey, guess what? When I was younger, my dad used to buy the sun, and she was in the back of every The Sun paper with a big old picture of her with a crystal ball saying, phone my hotline for five pound a minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for me it was, um, she was the, basically one of the spokespersons of the lottery. Yeah, yeah, she was on the lotto, wasn't she? Yeah, they dedicate part of the lottery program, which could be literally 17 seconds of, the, here are your numbers, win on, win or not, um, to, like, hyping it up and she would go, oh yeah, if you picked, if you picked certain numbers, but also if you are a certain person or if you have a, if you have certain characteristics or seven kids or whatever, we'll be celebrating too. Yeah, Mystic Meg was probably the, probably one of the best charlatans in the country. Yeah, Like, yeah. Uh, it's one of those where, the reason why I remember her fucking adverts is because it blows my mind because The Sun used to also have a bunch of other phone numbers. They were adverts for sex lines. Oh, yes. <laughs> what do you expect from, uh, the, from, the, from the, um, the paper that had page three? Well, but they had really tiny pictures where if you squinted just right, you might be able to see a bit of bush. <laughs> Which, to ten-year-old me, was a godsend. Yeah, yeah. Because he already had the tits on page three. Nowadays, all you have to do is fucking go on Google, know how to get around the fucking parental blocker, and there you go. Ooh, there's some fanny. <laughs> I'm sure this is how Mystic Meg would want to be me- remembered, right? Surrounded by fanny. <laughs> oh, man. Man, that would be a great joke if she was a lesbian, but I don't think she was. No, I don't think she was. Not much else to say, really. If you were born in the 90s, slash a millennial, you probably remember Mystic Meg, and you probably remember her weirdly fondly. Yeah. But yeah, today we're watching Father Ted, something very much not British, but here we are in the Britcom month. Uh, Rick, take it away. Yeah, Father Ted, Season 3, Episode 1. Are you the right there, Father Ted? 3, 2, 1, and go. Now... There is one sad tidbit I want to start with, and that is uh, Father Ted died about a week after filming this episode. Yeah, so it was it was like the day after f- filming the final episode of the season. Which, 45, man. No. No, it's not good. So, we didn't say it, but the reason why we're watching this episode is because we both love the joke of, are we racist now, Father? Yes. <laughs> and the other joke, the other joke we bring up, that I bring up in daily conversation, is, no Dougal, this one is far away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> This yeah, one yeah. is small, that one is far away. <laughs> It's unbelievable how many times you have to use. I, I've used that in day-to-day conversations. Yeah, because there are people that just don't learn. Well, no. Sometimes people make a genuine mistake, but it's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they know the joke you're on about, because they they give you this look as if to say, "Yeah, I get it," but you still got to finish out of obligation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this um, series is set on a fictitious island off the coast of Ireland. Yes. Greggy Island, is it? I forget what it's called. And um, this particular episode comes just after he's won a golden cleric in a Christmas special, apparently. Oh, okay. To be fair, that would drive me fucking balmy. Hmm. Oh, cool, they got around the sensors by saying feckin' instead of fucking. Yes, yes, that's a... That's a normal thing in Ireland, apparently. 
Because, yeah. because of the word feckless. Oh, okay. Which is a normal word, but nobody uses it, apart from to get around saying fucking... Why the fuck was he in a coffin? I love how Father Ted is death. not, um... It's not perturbed by this. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that little piece of black paper is going to be relevant very soon. Yes, yes, yes. We're being very silent, but there's not much to riff off right now. <laughs> nah, this is... Uh... Oh, okay. The Shining is in his... Uh... His, his um, philosophical books. Vampires. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, it's oh, going to be Nazi oh, yes. shit, oh. isn't it? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's locked up. Oof. I, I understand the fascination with... There's the SS. Um, yeah. I, I understand the fascination. I really do. But... It feels tasteless. Yeah, so... Having... See, that's oh, bad. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's bad. Mm. That's a bit Ooh. different. Before he was showing artifacts from war, from battlefields, that is just straight up like, I support the Third fucking Reich. Yeah, yeah. Ireland very uh, famously neutral in the wars. Yeah, yeah, they just uh, waited for the first one to start so they could get their independence. Oh no, that's not something you want to fucking hear, is it? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh Jesus, I'd fucking run so fast. Yeah, yeah, so that's the Nazi version of uh, Father Jack, I assume. Mm. Or that guy's specific. <laughs> I don't really know what to make of that. In case you couldn't tell by now, Dougal's a fucking idiot. Yes. And that's the uh, <laughs> that's the basic premise of most of his jokes. Yep. Uh, but how uh, oh. <laughs> Why is that funny, Rick? Um, I, I guess she's a stalker. No, she works for the for the for the people. She's a maid. Well, sort of. Okie dokie. But I'm just saying, why is it funny that she fell off the roof twice? That's what I mean. Like, I found it funny. It shouldn't be funny, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just a bastard who hates women. No, it's just people fall down. Go haha. It's okay when it's in a sitcom world because there's no permanent damage. 
Yeah. <laughs> in real life, it would be like, oh, fuck, someone called an ambulance because we don't live in America and we can do that for free. Yeah. I've seen this bit on compilation programs. Oh, no. It's making me cringe, Rick. Oh! I like how it kind of makes Dougal quite uncomfortable. Apparently Chinaman is a racist term. Yeah, it's one of these things that has cropped up during my lifetime. Like, it was the normal word when I was growing up. Like, I, I don't... But <laughs> Imagine trying to explain it. To people in a car who are about to run you over. Um, but yeah... Uh, it's I I don't begrudge um to, like if they've always if um Chinese slash Asian people have always found it offensive, and it's just become relevant uh, recent that people give a fuck then yeah change your vocabulary. Uh, but the only reason I know Chinaman is an offensive term is because uh, there was a film starring Jackie Chan called The Foreigner. Ah yes, and it's based on a was book. It not originally called. It's was yeah. it not originally called The Foreigner. Yeah, originally called The Chinaman. Yes. Which yeah. Uh, which, f- weirdly enough, they still call him that in the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, part of the main reason was that um, in America, if they didn't know a Chinese person's name, they just note them down as John Chinaman. Well, that's disgusting. I can understand why they wouldn't like that. Yeah. Uh, and then also, they, they used it on Japanese people as well. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Korean people. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing the problem. <laughs> well, don't forget, when um, when they put the Japanese internment camps in the United States because they didn't want Japanese citizens to get randomly attacked on the street because of the Japanese war, uh, they yeah. it, it mm-hmm. wasn't just Japanese people they put in there. It was, oh, you look vaguely Asian. In you go. Yes. Yeah, they uh, they held the Dulux chart up to you, and uh, if you look vaguely Asian based on that, then... Yeah. Oh, here we go, we're going to get the famous line. <laughs> How did you get interested in that? What the fuck kind of shopping is that? Um, a couple of bags of pillows, it seems. Kudos to that actor, because fucking, I don't know how the fuck they're staying on their feet. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. I think we all know that one person who, whenever any any conversation remotely related to race comes up, it's like, oh, I've always fucking hated insert X race. And you're like, whoa, why? I don't like the way they walk. What the fuck does that yeah. mean, Dave? Did he just get an egg chucked at him? Yeah. 
Yes, he did. Multiple oh. legs, apparently. Fuck. <laughs> to be fair, right, to be fair, who expects Irish music to come out of an uh, a Chinese pub? No, no. Fucking idiot. What the fuck? Was that his hamster riding the bike? Yeah, so it would seem. Including the little bike bell. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so... Maid might be the wrong word, but she basically does jobs around the house. Okay. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> I I feel like this this entire gag relies on the facts that the fact that a lot of British people, and I guess it probably applies to Irish as well. Fuck, probably anywhere in the world where everyone tells jokes that are a little bit inappropriate or or offensive in private. Which yeah, isn't yeah. actually the case, but I think enough people do it that that's why they find this funny. Yeah, like, everyone learnt a risque joke growing up. Oh, yeah. I know one about women and tits. Women and tits. <laughs> women and cows, I should say, which, you know, is a disgusting <laughs> joke, but it was funny. <laughs> Now let's go to the let's go back to when it was just a joke about women and tits. <laughs> there we go. I just want to say right the motions that he's doing uh, in the side shot, do not correlate with the motions he's doing in the window shot. <laughs> Dougal's football shirt. We all know someone like that. Yes. Stop clock. Stop clocks right twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it's going to fall down. Mm hmm. Fucking hell, that's messed up. Yep. 50 yep. years. Ugh. Oh, fuck, it's cyanide. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. No. Uh, even as a, as acting like, oh fuck off. <laughs> I wish it worked like that. There's a Simpsons episode like that as well, isn't there? Was like a, I think uh, there's seven. Yeah. <laughs> chucking down, chucking people onto a trash can, and um, it does perfect chiropractic. I think that was a Futurama joke as well, with Bender bending the professor. Yeah. <laughs> he bent him 180 degrees and he felt great. And then bent him the opposite way and goes, Professor's sad now. Oh, Professor's sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's because Bender's frustrated. He's, he's bending everything because he can't get... Um, he can't get satisfaction. Something like that, yeah. It's, it, it's a stupid episode, but that, to be fair, most Futurama episodes are stupid, but they're still funny. Yeah. She's going to do that one too many times and fuck herself up again, isn't she? Yeah, you could hear it cr- click when she did it. What an inappropriate song to be using. Oh, wait, is yeah. that just what that one dude was listening to on his headphones? I think so, yeah. All two. Now, there you go. There's there's the joke. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I can't be racist. I have black friends. Yep. What? <laughs> uh. The competition's China, uh, Russia, so... Yes, oh, for fuck's yes, yes. sake, not... Oh, not even Chinese! Yeah, that's the gag. That's also Japanese, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's the gag. Yeah, no, I know, just... <laughs> Ming the Merciless <laughs> He's from space I like how um <laughs> how most of this is literally just um confirming that actually he is a racist Yep, yep. Those are terrible (laughs) odds, you dumb fuck. No. I mean, yes. Oh, is this going to be all the German shit because that other dude died? Yeah, because apparently he's the only person that ever showed any interest, so, like, he inherits it all. Yeah, 
Yeah, she's going to put all that shit out and make it look like a Nazi Reichstag. <laughs> I think we've all been to that piss up where everything everyone says is followed by a cheer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she thought it was Chinese decorations, but it's Nazi shit. Yeah, mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh. The big portrait of Hitler, though. <laughs> well, to be fair, the swastika is a um a Buddhist symbol of purity. Not that version of it. Nah, the other way around it is. Actually, apparently the um that that way round is also a symbol. Okay, but not this version of it, where it's in a white yeah. circle with a red background, where it's quite clearly yes. the Nazi fucking swastika. Yes, yes. What the fuck? What the fuck? How would you react to an old fuck dressed like a fucking Nazi SS officer coming out of the fucking... coming out of a box and stealing your sandwich? <laughs> no one would fucking believe you. Yep. Yep, yep. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell if I blew out anyone's eardrums there, but what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so from there we can gather that uh, Father Ted is indeed a racist, but not as bad of a racist as people think he is. Yeah, he's just—he's um, not even intolerant. He's just ignorant. Yeah, that's but that—that's that, that, the two sides of racism, isn't it? Because you got people who are intolerant and people who are ignorant, and it's hard to feel as much venom towards people who are just ignorant. Yeah, because like I don't know anything about like let's just say invertebrates. I don't know very much about invertebrates. Okay. So um, does that make me racist against invertebrates? No, it just makes me ignorant. Okay, I understand why you picked invertebrates so as to not make yourself look like an actual racist, but the example is a poor one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I get it. I get it to a certain degree because, I don't know, I've not met very many Polynesian people, you know? I don't know anything about that true, culture. True. I don't think I'm racist against Polynesian people, but if I met one for the first time, I might say some pretty dumb shit. Yeah, and then that's a spring boy to learn. Yeah, pretty much. It's There's always a tone as well in the way that you phrase questions and sentences where I think people can tell if you're being genuine or if you're just trying to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But yes, uh, with that tangent out of the way, Rick, what did you think of the episode? It was pretty fun. Like, I'm, I'm sure there are other episodes that go more into the lore of the characters, but, like, this is season three. The characters are already established by this point. Um, and even then, we got enough of them that uh, Father Ted is the main character. Father Dougal is the idiot. <laughs> the other father's fucking batshit insane. Yeah, Father Jack just pops up every now and again to be a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how about you? What do you think it was a good episode like we made no secrets we watched this episode because of one joke we knew was in it and that joke was pretty much the theme of the episode and it didn't grow stale yeah yeah it was very funny it was very funny i wasn't expecting so much nazi shit in it the only nazi stuff i knew was going to happen was the fucking Heil hitler through the window because that's funny yes 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 <laughs> but boy the guy who played father ted i apologize i don't know his name off the top of my head dermot morgan dermot morgan a very very good job of looking petrified as he walked into the nazi room while also so maintaining his polite ruse. Yes. But yeah, I think that'll about do it. Let's get to our usual rundown, Rick. Do you have a favourite moment? Um, it was when Dougal had a good idea and then <laughs> immediately wanted to back out of having a good idea because uh, it's the first time he's had one. He didn't know that you had to have other smaller good ideas afterwards. <laughs> well, it's one of those, isn't it? Because I think we've had that on the podcast a few times where me and Rick talk about the podcast off screen, guys, and sometimes we brainstorm ideas and it's like, oh, this will be a good idea. This will be a good idea. There's, I don't think Rick or I consider ourselves idiots, do we? Um, not so much idiots. When I say idiot, I mean Dougal level of idiot. Oh, no, no, no. We might be sometimes a little bit ready fire aim. But you know, there's times where we spit out ideas and we go, that sounds good. What do you mean? And we immediately go, as soon as you dive further than the first step, you're like, this is probably shit. A lot of things fall flat and turn out to be a lot thinner than uh, than the pun that you made in the first place. We still have an episode of After Dark that will never see the light of day. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, do you have a favourite moment? 
My favourite moment was... It's the old Irish farmer just going, I hear you're racist now, father. And yes, I realise I can't do an <laughs> Irish accent. That's the best I can do. And then going into um, the logistics of, oh yeah, I spend all day on the farm, stop, stop for a cup of tea. I don't know if I'll be able to, co- to uh, dedicate myself to being a full-time racist, but we'll give it a good college try if that's the church's stance. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then you just cut to the batshit insane woman who wants to have a go at the Greeks for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Consider- considering we see no other Greeks in this episode, to our knowledge, like, it comes a bit out of uh, a bit out of left field but okay. but again like I think I brought it up during the episode I think we all know that one person who hates a certain ethnicity slash country and whenever it comes out you're like what the fuck yeah, <laughs> what yeah. they do to you bro <laughs> um, but yeah we can't only talk about the good we also have to talk about the bad let's talk about the bad Rick do you have a weakest link the fact that you could see a lot of the cringe coming a mile off and you're already pre-cringing oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah the pre-cringe in this episode is strong and it all paid off but still like the pre-cringe is strong how about you? What was your weakest link? My weakest link is going to be a meta one, and it has to do entirely with the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode, and that is, unfortunately, this series is a bit tainted by the fact that it was co-wrote by Grary Line, uh, Gr- Graham Linen, who, uh, yeah, piece of shit. Thankfully, there's no trans jokes in this episode because it no. would have it would have made me feel felt feel super uncomfortable. Like, I don't think they've got any, or at least I don't think there's many at all uh, gags about like any LGBT issues. There, um, there might like- be some jabs at the gays because at the time the church would not have liked them. <laughs> no, no. And yet uh, I think Ireland was one of the first places to like countrywide make gay marriage legal. I don't know about that. I think we're going to have to fact check that one. Um, it wasn't the first but it was one of the first to make it legal countrywide. Well, I'm doing a cheeky Google. Uh, mm-hmm, no, 2015. Okay. Which well, is in living memory anyway. Yeah, but so was every country, Rick. <laughs> That's the awful part, isn't it? I can't think of many countries that had gay marriage before I was born. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But anyway, negatives aside, we like to end on a high note. Rick, MVP! I'm going to go with Dermot Morgan. Uh, the father, Ted Crilly himself, um, he carried the episode, as you know, as you should by being a main character. And we got to see, like, all of his, uh, all of the emotions that he was processing throughout the episode as he was, like, confronted by different degrees of stupidity. But yeah, how about you? Did you have an MVP? Yeah, I'm going to give it to Dougal. Yeah? I don't yeah. want to take yeah. anything away from Dermot or Father Ted without them the show would not exist and as we said Dermot's acting was great however as is I suspect the case a lot of the times because Dougal is the idiot he is always not always but mostly the source of most of the punchlines I get you I feel you in this episode he really did shine yeah <laughs> I don't see much of the point of the um, the hamster other than the fact that yeah the, the, the bike for the hamster is what uh, is what fixed Mrs. Doyle listen we both started pissing ourselves laughing at the end where the fucking the, f- the fucking hamster was on the bike riding out the Nazi room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hamster's like, fuck this shit, I'm out. But yeah, it's it's one of those where uh, it, it was also kind of adorable in the sense that Dougal is too innocent to really understand racism. <laughs> Yes. But yeah, that's going to do it for us today with our third Britcom episode, not being a fucking British sitcom, but whatever. I'm not bitter. If you liked what you saw, we've got the comment section down below. Let us know what you liked, what you disliked, and any suggestions for future episodes. If you're not watching via YouTube, but instead listening via one of our many audio platforms, you can instead send us an email. Where have they said send email to, Rick? NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com Rick, do you think our outro is getting a bit too formulaic? A little bit. And on that (laughs) note, we'll see you next week, guys. Ta-ra!